Welcome to Love and Money, the internet television show of Prosperity ULLC, where we discuss what's happening, what's happening to us, and what can we do about it. Now available on Spotify. In this episode, we will discuss Prince's estate, Revlon's bankruptcy, and swimming fat. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at dollar sign Prosperity ULLC. But before we go in, let's take a moment to invest in the brand. Join Kev Prosper as he beats up the bad guys, slays the dragon, and saves the princess. Prosperity Gaming is the new channel of Prosperity ULLC. Watch, follow, subscribe to Prosperity Gaming with Kev Prosper. Welcome to our temperature check segment where we discuss current events. Six years after his death, Prince's estate is settled. Prince's vast financial estate has finally been settled by a Minnesota judge more than six years after the death of the iconic rock star. According to Billboard, the agreement means that $6 million in cash and a music catalog valued more at more than $150 million will be split between three heirs, their families, their advisors, and Primary Wave, a private music uh, publishing and talent management company. Um, three of his, three of his six half siblings sold all or most of their shares of the estate to Primary Wave. Uh, the three others retained their stakes and have been advised for nearly for nearly a decade with attorneys L. Londell McMillan and Charles Spicer, who also control an undisclosed stake as a company called Prince Legacy LLC. Prince was an iconic superstar, and and this transfer out of the court's jurisdiction puts in place professional, skilled management. Primary Wave told Billboard in a statement, uh, "When we announced our, our acquisition of the additional expectancy interest in the estate last year, bringing our ownership interest to 50%, our goal was to blah 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 blah." blah. Okay, whatever. Um, in their own statement, McMillan said that he and his partners were relieved and thrilled. Blah 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 blah. blah. I think the the meat and potatoes of this story. This is all like lawyer, <laughs> lawyer PR. You know what I'm saying? They're saying that they're happy that they got they got the 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 lion's share of his estate, pretty much. And the siblings probably got crumbs. You know what I'm saying? If you like six million dollars, six million dollars in cash. Okay, so let's just look at the cash. Let's not even look at the assets. I mean, his catalog, it's, it's very, it's, it's, it's not liquid. You know what I'm saying? It's valued at that much. So you have to, you know, you sell it to, a, a, you know, whomever. To, and that's not guaranteeing that you're going to make that back. You know what I'm saying? That $150 million. Um, But the $6 million in cash is going to be split between three heirs. That's three people, their families, okay? So three, there's three families, uh, their advisors. Who knows how many advisors there are? So that's one faction. That's that's so that's four factions so far, and then Primary Wave, the the manage the uh, publishing company. So that's six million dollars going five ways. You know what I'm saying? So 
the actual, you know, his his survivors, his actual family members, what are they going to get? You know, um, I, I I mentioned this uh, to to one of my uh, lawyer friends on my Instagram. Um, she, you know, she was she posted on she posted about this on her story and saying like, see, see, this is why you need a will. And you know, I always say that you know, um, marriage. The purpose of marriage is for uh, wealth transfer and legacy building, right? That's my tenet when it comes to marriage. Um, if if you don't have children, there's really no point in being married. <laughs> you know what I'm like like really when you like really think about it, really 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 think about it. Um, having and I think having a will is is sort of is sort of in that same vein. You know, um, if you have a you know, let's say you're you're an elder with a multi multi million or billion dollar corporation that that you founded from the ground up and it's privately owned and all that good stuff right um yeah you want to set up an estate you want to have a a will and testament you want to have a a trust and you know and have that company you know carry on but you really have no incentive for that you just don't want to see it dissolve and you know and just be a hot mess you know what i'm saying after probate or, or, well, you you don't really care because you're dead, but you know what I mean. You know, you don't want it to to be that way after you die. So you want to you put things in place. But really, if you have no children and you don't have a spouse, you know what I'm saying. It's not really you don't really have that much motivation to say, okay, you know, I'm, I want to, you know, leave this for you. Um, I would you know, from the stories that we we've all heard about Prince. Um, he seems like a pretty self-servient kind of guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, he had no children or no known children. You know what I'm saying? He had no he had no known children. Um, he had no spouse. You know, and like the the guy, he made music for him. You know, he, you know, if anybody remembers long and long ago enough, uh, where he was going through the whole. Uh, uh, corporate battle, you know what I'm saying, with his with 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 his label, and um, I, I I I was too young to really know the uh, the detailed stipulations on it, but it was so that he couldn't make money off of his own name, so he changed his name. He couldn't make money off of the name Prince, so he had to change his name to Artist Formerly Known As, and. Um, it's kind of it's kind of awkward because uh, Morris Day, uh, Morris Day was who in his, in Prince's early days they played together, uh, um, you know, coming up in the in I think maybe the late seventies and early eighties, they played together coming up, you know what I'm saying? And now because because the Prince estate can't make uh, uh, the princess the the princess state is owned by other people you know what I'm saying Morris Day the, the the music that he made with Prince under the name Prince you know what I'm saying Morris Day can't make money off of that he's getting he'll, he'll get copyrighted and all that stuff so now he has to change his name instead of calling his band his, his band Morris Day in the time he just got say he just got calling saying Morris Day in them <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's like you know, uh, um, it's an awkward, awkward situation. 
it's an awkward situation. But not, it's not awkward because, yeah, he he's dead. He has no survivors. You know what I'm saying? And he's probably, he probably wasn't really even cool with his siblings like that. You know what I'm saying? So them, you know, them f- going to probate and fighting over the estate, like that's pro- that's on them. You know what I'm saying? That's if they want that money, and then who and then who don't want six million dollars in cash? You know what I'm saying? Um, I'm pretty sure. I mean, Prince had an illustrious career. I'm pretty sure he had more than six six million dollars in his bank account. You know what I'm saying? But I'm, I guess that's just what he left for them. You know what I'm saying? He left for them to fight over. You know, he he uh yeah, what how did he die? Like yeah, he just he just OD'd. He's self OD. He's he, he kinda like suicide OD. The iconic uh they called him a rap star. The iconic star died on April 2006 from an ex- from an accidental overdose of fentanyl. Yeah, I remember somebody saying, oh, he, you know, he was saying, you know, I've transcended this. He mentioned on his Twitter or something like that. No, I think this is a wrong person they talking about, but okay. But yeah, Prince Prince didn't care. He didn't, he didn't really care. I don't think he cared. You know what I'm saying? I forget how long, he, he couldn't, have, when did Prince die? He died in 2006? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where's my Googles? Where's my Googles? When when did Prince when did Prince die? See, like like minds think alike, <laughs> great minds think alike. April 2016. Why did this thing thing say 2006? Okay, yeah, they got it mixed up. But yeah, I was about to say I know he died after Michael Jackson. I know Michael Jackson died in 2009 when Twitter was like ablaze. <laughs> Uh yeah no anybody remembers 2009 Twitter you know what I'm saying we we here we here but uh but yeah having a will is good but having a will if you have kids is better Revlon gets court approval for 1.4 billion dollar bankruptcy loan Revlon Inc uh stock ticker RVE dot REV dot N received a U.S. bankruptcy judge's permission on Monday to proceed with a $1.4 billion loan over an objection by junior creditors who argued that its its onerous terms could block their chance to recover anything from the cosmetic company's bankruptcy. Um, U.S. bankruptcy judge David Jones in Manhattan ordered modifications to the loan in response to the junior creditors' concerns, but said Revlon must be allowed to borrow the cash it needs to continue its operations in bankruptcy. Um, I think I, t- I talked about this uh, one of my very first episodes or in my early episodes of this show. Um, the different types of bankruptcies, and you know, for the sake of reiteration, after I re- after I finish reading this, we're gonna go, we're gonna review this again. We're gonna review this again. This is a very informative, uh, uh, financially informative episode today. Uh, but yeah, Revlon filed for Chapter Eleven, Chapter Eleven, in June, saying its three uh, three point five billion dollar debt load left it too cash poor to make timely payments to critical vendors in its cosmetics supply chain to shore up its supply chain and funds and fund its bankruptcy 
court case, Revlon sought additional financing from a coalition known as Branco Lenders, uh, which had loaned Revlon $1.88 billion uh, in the years it filed for bankruptcy. Uh, Jones allowed Revlon to borrow $375 million at the start of the bankruptcy. Friday, Friday's unlocks between $200 million and $1.5 billion, $1.05 billion in additional funds, some of which uh, would be used to pay Revlon. So they just robbing Peter to pay Paul. You know what I'm saying? They was already borrowing money. You know what I'm saying? Now they borrowing more money. <clears throat> now they borrowing more money to pay back you know what I'm saying? The person that they borrowed from in the beginning, in the first place. All the while, they're not really, are they Are they really making any money? You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're borrowing money, but they're not making money. And, you know, it's pretty much a sinking ship. Um, the judge's approval also commits Revlon to non-financial conditions, including a schedule exiting bankruptcy, blah, 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 blah. Junior creditors may bring a lawsuit against the brand co-lenders behind the new loan. Uh, they have alleged that the yeah blah blah blah. So yeah, I this is this is kind of surprising to me. Uh, whereas in the last maybe ten years, um, you know there was a there there used to there was a big makeup boom on the internet, namely YouTube. You know, and and uh, and yeah, you know women were you know ripping makeup off the shelves. I never forget when I was living in New York. Um, back in the 2000 teens, um, I, there was a, a young girl. She had to be a high school age. She looked very young. I remember I saw a young girl. Hey, if you see something, share something. Don't be afraid. Share this episode. Subscribe, like, and share. Thank you. In Sephora, while getting walked out with handcuffs. I, I I I kid you not. Like it was, <laughs> like certain 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 visuals really mess you up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, I saw I saw a young girl getting walked out Sephora in handcuffs. You know what I'm saying? Shit was real. Shit was real when it came to makeup. You know what I mean? Um, but uh, I guess and Revlon. You know, I, I I guess they've had a lot of my psychological real estate because I've always known them to be the you know, um, the bougie, the bougie brand, you know what I'm saying? The up there, up there brand, you know, you look at their advertisements and you know, you would probably say to yourself, Oh, that, that, cause all their, all their models, you know, all the models for their makeup would be like, like highly, highly European. And so you'd say to yourself, Oh, that's not for me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you see, uh, you, you'll go to Ulta, you'll pass Ulta beauty and you'll see like, uh, um, a Spanish looking, a Latin looking, and and, uh, and and you know somewhat black looking women on those other brands, but then when you see Revlon, it's just white, 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 white. And um, you know people are being more conscious now. People are being more earthy and natural now. And makeup ain't the wave that it used to be. And it's, I, I think it's biting, it's biting, you know, Revlon in the butt. You know, and now they're robbing Peter to pay Paul. Um, but let's get into, let's get into the different types of bankruptcies. And I should know it by heart. I should know it by heart. Okay. Hold on. The different types of bankruptcies. No, 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 not bank accounts. Come on. There we go. 
Okay, so you got you got the three main ones. There's another one, but it's eh, it's not really that popular. The three main ones are the chapter seven, the chapter thirteen, and the chapter eleven. So the chapter eleven that uh, that Revlon undergone chapter eleven bankruptcy is a business reorganization plan, uh, oft, often used by large businesses to help them stay stay active. So so yeah. It means what it says. So chapter 11, you know what I'm saying? Your business is struggling. You need help. There you go. That's your lifeline. Chapter 13. Chapter 13, a uh, reorganization is for debtors with reliable incomes who want to keep their home. Okay, so that's that's mainly for uh, for home foreclosures. You know what I'm saying? Chapter 13. Um, let me see. Is there any other definitions? Uh qualify for chapter 13 discharging debts in a bankruptcy bankruptcy discharge yeah so chapter 13 is saying hey we're going to give you a chance to pay your money back you know what i'm saying that's what a chapter 13 chapter 7 i think chapter 7 is the one you don't want chapter 7 while wow, chapter 11 is typically okay chapter 11 is for businesses chapter 7 and 13 are for, are for individuals uh Chapter 7, known as a quote-unquote straight li- straight or liquidation bankruptcy, um, co-controls the process of liquidation. So Chapter 7 is the one you don't want. Chapter 7 is where they just take all your money, period. You know what I'm saying? A, you either pay us or go to jail. Um, or, or, yeah, we just we just going to take what we can get from you. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, that's the, the worst one you can get bankruptcy doesn't require a repayment but plan but does does require you to liquidate or sell non-exempt assets yeah basically all right so so there you have it in a nutshell so so chapter 7 and 13 is for individuals chapter 7 uh, chapter 13 is where you get a chance to pay back your debts they, they, they buy you some time chapter 7 is where you liquidate they take all your money chapter 11 is for businesses and corporations you know what i'm saying where they say okay we we just want to restructure your business and so that you can pay back what you owe pretty much there you have it in a nutshell three types of bankruptcies chapter 7 chapter 13 for individuals and then chapter 11 for businesses beyonce quietly removes milkshake interpolation from energy amid Khalees controversy Beyonce's new album, Renaissance, no longer includes an interpolation of Khalees' track, Milkshake, after she complained about Bay not calling to discuss the inclusion in advance. Uh, when it was first released, Beyonce's new album, Renaissance, included an interpolation of Khalees' beloved track, Milkshake, in response to Energy using her song, in response to, quote-unquote, uh, the, the title of the song, Energy, using her song. Uh, Khalees went online to inform fans that she was not informed by Bay or her team that their that her music was going to be utilized uh, on the new album, causing somewhat of a controversy. Khalees dubbed it theft and saying um, it was stupid and disrespectful that Bay didn't have the common decency to notify her about the record. Uh, now, according to reports from Rolling Stone, the milkshake interpolation was quietly removed. It was barely noticeable. I like I I went back to listen to it. I was just like. Where's the sample? <laughs> uh, quietly removed energy from uh, all without the Renaissance artist ever commenting on Khalees' disgruntled response. Um, the original version of Energy featured Beyonce singing a variation of La 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 
uh, Khalees famously, famously sang on Milkshake. You know, la, 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 la. Warm it up, la la. You know what I'm saying? Remember that part, <laughs> ladies. I know you remember that part. Um, now that now that snippet is absent from the song, while many fans recognize the reference, Khalees was not credited as a writer on Energy because she is not officially a writer or producer of Milkshake. Khalees's frequent collaborators, Neptune's, uh, being of consisting of Pharrell Williams and Chad Hugo, are officially the composers and lyricists of Milkshake both of whom are list, listed as co-writers of the original energy. While some fans felt Khalees's pain in not being credited for her work, others pointed out that Beyonce likely isn't where she should uh is like Beyonce likely isn't where she should direct her energy. Oh, okay. Given that she's not responsible for the original tracks writing credits. Like I said, Beyonce is just a figurehead. You know what I'm saying? She's just a performer. She doesn't. She just not putting these songs together. Like, why are you shooting at Beyonce? Uh, regardless, the milkshake interpolation has been removed, and Beyonce is keeping things quiet for now. As for Khalees, she said she's satisfied now. Um, and then you know her her fans, the sheep, <laughs> the Bayhive sheep. Um, they're gonna take it. Per, you know, they're gonna internalize it and say, "Ha ha, Khalees, look now, now Beyonce didn't even give you the breath from her golden lungs." <laughs> like, yo, their worship is real. Like, like they're so blind. They're so blind. Like, I feel Khalees on that. They're sheep. They really are sheep. But um. And a lot of them don't even like her latest music that much, but they're just still in love with her. And I get I get that kind of fandom, but they're clapping at Khalees and she's like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? I wanted my shit removed anyway, like whatever little bit that was on it. Because the, the that that sample from that energy song, I heard it. It's barely noticeable from the, from the original version. It's barely, barely noticeable. Like I'm listening to it. I'm just like, where is the Khalees sample? But I think the fact that she was notified that her song was sampled and she didn't get credit, she didn't get credit for it in the album. I think that's what ticked Khalees off. Um, the decision to remove it, I think that was mainly on part of Beyonce's machine that she has behind her saying, hey, we don't want any smoke with this because I think I mentioned it in the last episode that Khalees can really claim this. She can really fight for this. And take away from the, the take away the steam and the fire that this album or um has, and I think her clapping at this really did take away a lot of the steam and fire that the album had. You know what I'm saying? Because we was all ready to dance until we heard about this drama. Now we now we just over here sipping tea. Like what's going on? What's going on? Ooh, Khalees and Beyonce. Ooh, 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 you know. And I think I think if if Beyonce like the story the soap opera in my head plays out whereas Beyonce is like oh hell no I don't want no parts of this you know what I'm saying she probably had a sit down with her husband say listen I'm not you not using me to get in the middle of y'all shit with the, her, uh, um, him and Nas and she probably had a sit down with <laughs> the soap opera in my head she probably had a sit down with uh, Chad and Pharrell and say hey you know what I'm saying that was some bullshit y'all did y'all need to work that out Take take this shit off. Take 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 that sample off. Period. Do this song. Do do it over again. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Beyonce, she don't. She wouldn't want that kind. Of, I I wouldn't expect her to want that kind of smoke. You know what I'm saying? And 
her quietly removing it like that's just being diplomatic i didn't i didn't see any shade in that people are like oh beyonce she's such a goddess she won't even speak to the drama oh oh like just just dick riding you know like get off beyonce's dick period <laughs> all right boys and girls you know what time it is that's right it's time for the internet to internet get your popcorn ready sit back Relax and enjoy. If you'd like to watch the Internet Internet, click the link in the description. Visit prosperunlimited.com and click travel to book your next vacation. as the majority in black women I know psychologically what it all comes down to it comes down to how we're viewed I'm gonna give an example if I tell you all to visualize an Asian woman if I say visualize an Asian woman the first thing that comes to your mind is someone that looked like Lucy Liu when I see when I when you say Asian woman, I picture small, petite, coy, quiet, feminine. That's that's their representative. The representative of Asian women is petite, slim, quiet. So as a result, Asian women are regarded differently in society. And they understand that and they play the game accordingly. Other groups of women do not fight the system. They understand what it is and they go along with it in order to get what they want, which ultimately we as women want protection and adoration. Now, when I say black woman, we, our brain automatically go to the Oprah type, the Aunt Jemima type. When you typically picture a black woman, it's big, strong, loud. So my friend broke it down to me and said, Six, what you said in that video, that viral clip, was not something that 
they've never heard before or no one has ever said. The reason why it triggered them so badly is because they don't want someone that looks like you to be the spokesperson or representative of black women because you go against everything that they don't want to do. You wear your real hair, they don't wanna wear their real hair. They don't want you out here natural haired and pretty. They don't want, they don't want an in shape black woman, an in shape chocolatey black woman with her real hair being their representative. Because then it means they gotta stop eating, work out, stop ripping out their edges with quick weaves and sew-ins and, and, and lace glue. If you speaking for them, you speaking on behalf of black, if I was a big girl that said that, they would have been in the comments like, girl, I know they be trying like that, but I ain't going for it. They said it's because you said in shape black women, natural hair, their worst nightmare. Then you gotta let go of the wig. Then you gotta let go of the 10 pounds of makeup. Then you gotta let go of the McDonald's. Then you actually have to get up and go to the gym. They don't want that. He said they attacked you because they are afraid of a woman of your archetype becoming the standard or the representation of black women because it will require too much sacrifice and discipline on their behalf. And I said, holy shit, I think you're right. I think it was because I was the one that said it. Because when the video went viral and all the comments, I saw them say everything besides she ugly. She don't even look good. What's she talking about? My friend said, you think that they want this to be what they have to do? And it's crazy because it's actually pretty easy, right? Wear your real hair. Don't eat all the fucking time. Go to the gym. Walk on the treadmill. Lift a few weights. It's really not that hard. But that's why. Because it's like, shut up, bitch. Before you make us have to step our game up. Because women be lying. Women are very good at making it seem as though they're happy and accepting of where they are and they're not. All right. The truth is when a woman is big and stay big, my thing is, I understand. Some women are like, you know what? COVID happened. We got in the house. I was stressed eating. I gained a few pounds. And she understands that. And she's actively working to lose the weight. Then you have someone who are big, been big their whole life, been big for years and have decided they're going to stay that way. Now, do y'all notice something about this? What's missing at this pool party? Can y'all put in the chat, what is missing here? I'm gonna give y'all a minute to say it. Somebody say when they get out the pool, it's halfway empty. Stop. Somebody DM me talking about that water probably smell like celery and hot dog water. I fell on the ground. Boy, that water probably, whoo. Boy, that water, that water probably smell like the aluminum foil off top of a to-go plate from a baby shower that's been sitting in the car all day. <laughs> okay, so y'all got it. What's missing? Men. Men. Where the fuck are the men?
I thought they liked big girls. Excuse me, I need answers here. I'm not saying this for my health. I need an answer. I thought that a lot of men like big girls. Why have they not paid their money to show up to see you in real life, in public, in broad daylight? Where are they? I'm not, I'm dead serious. Because I'm, y'all always attack like I don't know what I'm talking about. Then real life happens and we see exactly what I said playing out. My question, let me ask this again. If a lot of men like big girls, why did they not pay their money to show up in public in broad daylight with them? There is 150 big girls at this pool party. There is five men. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for one of the big girls who tell us that some men like big girls because they let you give them fellatio. Y'all think that because he gives you intercourse or you give him fellatio, that means he likes it. So again, y'all swarp him down and attack me and said I was crazy and that men do like big girls. So I'm gonna ask this one more time. I, I have not seen an answer. I'm gonna make sure I'm not missing the answer. Hold on. Okay. If men, if some men like big girls, why did men not pay their money for a ticket, get dressed, and show up in public in broad daylight to this pool party? Other women accept that and just go to the gym. We get mad at it. And we say that men are mean and that they're bad because they only want to protect us if we look good. And it's black women invented a phrase called respectability politics. So black women have put themselves on a hamster wheel of self-sabotage. When your representative is 280 pounds, what you need to do is what you need to do. I'm going to help. I'm going to give y'all a visual. I need a piece of paper. I don't have a piece of paper, but I have a dollar bill here. Okay. This dollar bill represents the protection that black women claim they want. But when people hear your name, when people hear about your group, and this is your representative, this is who you are in majority, you can take that protection like this, take it like this, go ahead, crumple it up to the smallest you can get. Go ahead. Yep. Crumple it. You can take the protection crumple it up like this, throw it away, it's over, it's over. Um, so that brings me to say this, and I, I gotta just take a sip of my alpha juice before I say this. Let me drink some of this alpha juice so it can curb my appetite, honey. I, six of goddess, God, I can't believe I'm saying this. I never thought I would say this in my life. God. <sighs> I, Six the Goddess, 
shall no longer look down or judge black men who choose to not be with black women. I, Six the Goddess, will officially mind my business that pays me when I see black men with non-black women. I will no longer judge, talk bad about them. I will mind my business and keep moving, okay? Because I was extremely naive to think that maybe if we as sisters just do better and hold each other accountable and you know show each other how to step our game up y'all you know we, we can do this i was i was so dumb like y'all we as black when we could do better and we can be what you need us to be and when i see the eating on the internet the podcast the thick swim pool party I've realized, brothers, they're never, ever going to lose weight. They're not doing it. Okay? Majority of black women are big, and guess what? They're here to stay. Okay? I'm not going to keep gaslighting, brothers, that, oh, you can get a sister when you have maybe, if, if over 80% of black women are out of shape, then you got 20% left. Out of that 20% of in-shape black women, half of them are either crazy, sex workers, unhealthy, incapable. I can't only, I just can't sit here anymore and expect brothers to choose from basically 10% of black women. I can't. I, I can't. I, I can't. And I have brothers ask me that. Like, I love black women. I want a sister. But my God, they're all huge. There's not enough in-shape black women to go around. They're like, what should we do? And in my mind, I'm like, well, we'll just inspire them to lose weight. Then I realized it's never happening. It's never happening. Matter of fact, they're only going to get bigger. And they don't care. And they will attack and literally threaten the life of anyone who speaks up on it. So I cannot expect men to marry big girls because you marry her big, she only gonna get bigger and bigger. And I can't expect for black men, when I go to the gym, I see tons of black men. I see no black women. So if I have not seen black men say that they are not going to worry about making money and producing because their woman will still cheat, if I'm seeing black men in the gym, if I'm seeing brothers say that they want sisters, they're just not trying to marry sisters because they're big. And then the sisters are like, you know what? We ain't never losing weight. Oh, well, we're going to stay on the internet eating wings and pizza with ranch. We're going to do thick swim parties and y'all going to still like it. How can I continue to judge a black man who goes elsewhere to get a woman who is not 280 pounds? Um, I give up. 
you know, I'm gonna be honest with you, I, I give up. Um, you know, I have decided I have my own tribe of sisters who get it, that wanna do better, and I kinda just stick with my tribe. But the fact that stuff like this is going on, um, I am frankly disgusted. I'm frankly disgusted. Um, I think this speaks loads to how black women have zero respect for our men. Zero. Okay. And these are, and these are all women who look in their twenties and thirties. See, when you see women big in other races, it's normally once they get old, but we're the only ones that be very young and big. Um, I got to mind my business at this point. Welcome to our main course segment where we discuss life and love. <clears throat> I'm going to take my time with this one. Um, yeah, we talk about fat black women today. Again, I know, I know. If you're going to get in your feelings, go ahead, get it while it getting's good. You know what I'm saying? If you got my number, you know the drill. Call me. We can work this out. We can be friends again. All right? Uh, we're going we're gonna to go in. We're going to go into this, and we're going to talk about this. Um... I mentioned on my Facebook, uh, you know, I, I posted on my Facebook, you know, hey, you know, quietly, psst, 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 what, hey, 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 what, what y'all, what, what what y'all think about that, 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 that swim dick party? What y'all think about that? Um, <laughs> and everybody was like, well, what you think about it? Like, I mean, it looked like a bunch of people having fun. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the women were kind of in a defensive stance about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, because, you know, you know, you know, let me just, okay, yeah, this is what I wanted. I wanted to disclaim this in the beginning. Everybody deserves a good time, period. Point blank, period, from sunup to sundown, you know, as, as long as the day is long, everybody deserves a good time. Everybody deserves to smile and laugh and dance in a safe place amongst friends everybody deserves that period okay so 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 i've broken that down so it can forever and consistently be broke all right we got that out the way good so um recently there was this there's this you know national well yeah it's national you know what i'm saying amongst the you know, amongst the, the secular, amongst, you know, the black community or the black social media community. Um, whereas, you know, uh, you know, people, you know, people are, uh, you, yeah, people know about this party is the word is getting out. And I'm, you know, me doing this right now is is boosting it up. I'm giving it promo uh, inadvertently. And that's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. But I just wanted to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Um so so I posted where is it where is it uh, come on where is it uh, oh my god I can't find it so I posted on my uh, page hey what y'all think about that swim thick party let me see where is it what y'all think I can't find it on my timeline. I should have saved the. Yeah. Okay, here it goes. All right, I found it. Great. 
And um, yes, so yeah, I posted what y'all think about that something party. And then I got, I, I got everybody's responses, you know what I'm saying? Very minimal responses. They just kind of tap dance around it, you know what I'm saying? Because nobody wants to hurt anybody else's feelings. Because, you know, like I said, once again, everybody deserves everybody deserves a good time. You know what I'm saying? So nobody really wanted to say anything. And I felt like I felt like somebody's gonna say something at some point. Because <laughs> Because it, well, let me let me get into what I my, let me get into me venting my feelings about this, my uh, uh, impression and observation and opinion, not a fact, just an opinion. Um, quote: This is me quoting myself. I've been a certified fat girl lover since age fifteen. Ask anybody from my hood. For the first time, I saw several women uh, who I would pro- who I would probably holler at under different circumstances in one place. And it was utterly unappealing. I mean, how did that look fun? They're hot, crowded, and cramped. Not to mention Houston flights ain't cheap. Music blasting and they're drunk. And most of them ain't in their 20s. So you know they're tired. I'll be the hater for today. It's me. I'm him. Hand raise emoji, hand raise emoji, hand raise emoji. Face palm emoji. <laughs> I'll be the hater. I'll be the hater. Um, yeah, nobody really wanted to touch it. Nobody really wanted to say anything because no, everybody. We we live in a day and age where everybody's afraid to come off as as hating and woman bashing and fat bashing. But I feel like if anybody's gonna say something, uh, um, I, ha- I if anybody's gonna say something, I would have license to say something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, I, I've I've been dating fat women all my life. You know what I'm saying? I've had kids with a formerly fat woman. She's in shape now. Like God bless her. You know what I mean? Um and 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 yeah. Yeah, and and I you know, I didn't think it was that big of you know, I think I thought it was let me let me I'm I'm trying to map out my thoughts. Hold on. Let me get to my talking points. I did I did take notes. Uh let me I I need to eat this elephant one bite at a time. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Uh, come on, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Where was I? Oh uh, yeah, it's it's very striking when you when you have I, I I mentioned in the last two episodes, visual representation is everything, right? Um, when they wanted to keep slaves in check, they always made they always did things in front of them. They always terrorized the slaves in front of them to make them see it, to let them know that hey, this is real. This is what we do, right? Um, and so, so yeah, you know what I'm saying? Visual representation is everything. And, you know, like I said, like I said in the post, you know what I'm saying? Some of these women, I would probably like, you know, those diamonds in the rough. Cause I was, I was like, I was, I'm looking closely to say like, damn, is there, are there any like decent looking chicks there? You know what I'm saying? And I probably saw one or two. They looked all right. You know what I'm saying? Wasn't, you know, they looked all right. You know? So I probably said, Hey, you know, I probably pick her out of the bunch. Right. Um, but to see them all in one place like that and to see so much sloppiness all in one place, it was like, oh, my God, this is. And then because, and you know, if you look across the Internet, you know, what I'm saying uh, and, and then I've been talking about it on this show, you know, I've been you know stressing and hearkening the issue with the correlation uh, of, you know, uh, obesity amongst black women with so many issues that black women deal with. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
sexual trauma, just uh, trauma in general, you know, uh, um, lazy lifestyle, unhealthy lifestyle, so on and so forth. And, you know, I've been stressing and hearkening, you know, how, how much, how big the snowball has gotten. No pun intended again. Goddamn. <laughs> you know, the, you know, I've been stressing, you know, how much of a problem it has become. With, with black women's obesity it's, it's becoming an issue you know it was it, it was maybe cute at first in the 90s maybe and then you know in the 2000s you know it was kind of like celebratory hey like we we got this we big and bad you know what i'm saying um, i remember BB, bbw porn was a thing in the 2000s you know what i'm saying and i had some of my most pleasurable moments in those times <laughs> amen <laughs> the 2000s and 2010s you know what i'm saying um but now these girls are getting older and their metabolisms are getting slower, just like the rest of us. You know what I'm saying? And so if you look like that at, in your 20s, imagine how you look in your how you're going to look in your 30s. Imagine how you're going to look in your 40s and 50s and so on and so forth. Even if you make it that far, because I know a good handful of chicks that have died before 50 who were, who were morbidly obese. You know what I'm saying? A good handful. I remember... Uh, um, shout outs to the, you know, uh, Babs BBW uh, group or whatever. Um, I've never been to one of their parties. I've heard so much about it. But um, there was a very beautiful young lady who I used to follow from MySpace. That's how far I used to, f how far back I went. Um, I used to follow her from MySpace. And, you know what I'm saying? She died. Beautiful, gorgeous woman. Like, like, and, and that was always my thing with fat women. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were so beautiful in the face. You know what I'm saying? So cute, so gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? And they were, and they had the sweetest personalities. I say that time and time again. I even said it in the clip I posted way back in 2008, in a, a few episodes ago. You know what I'm saying? They're, but I digress. Um, visual representation is everything, and it's, it it doesn't hit the same until you see it. Until you see it, and then you see all of them gathered in one place. And you're saying you're just holding your face, and you're saying, "Oh my God!" And then it's like, and then you you thinking to yourself, "Well, they're still getting dick." And I don't think all of them are. I don't think all of them are. I I don't think that I don't think. I mean, yeah, every woman looks good bent over, right? And you know, if you have booty do and Dunlap and Fupa, you know what I'm saying to the gods. <laughs> you know, if you bend over, somebody's gonna hit it. Right, right. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but I don't think, I don't think all of them are getting dick like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you put yourself out there, I'm pretty. Sure, you know what I'm saying? Like I always say, you know what I'm saying? If a woman laid down in the street naked, the men would line up. You know what I'm saying? If a man went out in the street naked, he'd get arrested. <laughs> but um, if a woman did it, the men would line up and the men would get arrested. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, visual representation is everything, and it is, is it takes you stepping back and saying, "Oh my gosh, this is a problem." You know what I'm saying? Um, what you what you celebrate, you get more of. You know what I'm saying? This is why I had to disclaim it that everybody deserves to have fun because these women are celebrating being fat, pretty much. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they want to come to a safe place and have a good time. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they deserve it. 
You know what I'm saying? Those those Houston flights ain't cheap, so they worked hard for it. They earned it. <laughs> but but for the most part, you know, um, you know, if if you look at it on a deeper level, they're they're celebrating being fat. They're they're coming together for on one accord for one reason. You're saying the party is called Swim Thick, and we all know about the word thick. We all know the. Uh, the manipulation of the word thick <laughs> when it comes to fat when it comes when it in reference to fat women uh, um you know what i'm saying the, and how they they try to synonymize it you know um if that's a word but um this the popular youtuber six the goddess you know what i'm saying she went viral not too long ago talking about you know fat women you know what i'm saying settling for or, or, or fat women can only get broke dudes or, or broke dudes or dudes that just came home from jail, right? And she went viral about that. You know what I'm saying? It was like a 10-second clip. And then, um, where was I? And then she got a lot of death threats. She even, she got death threats behind calling out fat women. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. And, you know, she said she couldn't understand, you know what I'm saying, like, what about what I said wasn't the truth or hasn't been said before? Has already been known quietly, uh, unspokenly, excuse me, known within the community. What what was it? What what about what I said was news? And she got the revelation that it wasn't about what she said. It was the fact that it came from her. It came from a package of a woman like her. You know what I'm saying? Who's beautiful? Um, who's who's natural? You know what I'm saying? Who's naturally beautiful? You know what I mean? Uh, um, and is basically competition to these to these fat women. You know what I mean? Um, or she's she's kind of the the uh, icon of appeal, the pedestal that these fat women would love to be at. You know what I'm saying? I, um, I had a homegirl, and you know what I'm saying she's beautiful and she's fat. You know what I'm saying? She happens to live, I think she lives in Dallas, and I was like, yo, why you? In? I I seen her post. When the when the whole you know the, the 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 weekend of that party, I think that party was like a three day weekend or something like that. She posted the weekend of that party some some you know something entirely uh, um entirely different or just something unrelated. And I was like, oh, don't she live in Texas? Let me hit her up. So I typed in her comment. I was like, you know, why you ain't why you ain't at that swim swim dick party? And she was like, <laughs> she said, oh no, she was like, you know, that ain't nothing but uh, um. She was like, that, that place is going to smell like tuna, wig spray, and bad decisions. <laughs> she was like, I got better things to do in my time. No. <laughs> so people know about it. It's, the word is out. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's becoming popular. And, and I'm pretty sure it's going to get bigger and bigger every year. And more and more of these black women are going to come together and celebrate being fat. And, and being unhealthy pretty much not not being fat but being unhealthy you know and it's 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 sad um the smoke that six the goddess got you know what i'm saying it's almost is you, you you can juxtapose it to the smoke that kevin samuels got um i remember he, he got more petition there were more petitions to get him off the internet uh, than there were to get to get the money back from Black Lives Matter from the Black Lives Matter organization, 
And and you remember, I pointed out all the time, the Black Black Lives Matter organization is entirely different from the Black Lives Matter movement. The Black Lives Matter organization has been commingled and, uh, you know, quietly massaged into a gay in, into a gay agenda, and that, that that gay agenda is just used as a cloud to hide the money. <laughs> it has nothing to do with black lives or black men. You know what I'm saying? Being shot by the police. It had nothing to do with it at all. No, no longer. You know what I'm saying? And this is what happens. You know when fun, when money gets involved. Um, and then they took they took their money and ran. And and with more petitions being signed to get Kevin Samuels off the internet than that, that lets me know that black women were complacent with with them stealing that money and running off. You know what I'm saying? Like like what the fuck? This is what y'all care about? Y'all care more about y'all feelings than with y'all stealing money. <laughs> y'all would condone stealing money as opposed to someone hurting your feelings for you to become a better woman. You know what I'm saying? That that's what the and you know, six the goddess. She got the same smoke. She got the same smoke. There's all the and the, the, all the ad homonyms. You know what I'm saying? I remember for the longest, people were trying to prove that Kevin Samuels was gay. <laughs> for the longest, you know what I'm saying? It's like, 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 pay attention to the message and not the messenger. Pay attention to the message, but you know, you know, according to human nature, that's very difficult to do. For a lot of people, for for a lot of uneducated, untrained, undisciplined people, you know what I'm saying. Their first instinct is to attack the person's character, who tells them about themselves when they're not ready to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and that's a narcissistic quality. Someone someone's honest with you and they become the enemy. You're a narcissist. Um, but I I, I digress. Um, I, it, it, it took, you know, she mentioned that there was a large correlation to sexual trauma amongst black women and obesity. You know what I'm saying? And it, and as a man, I struggled with trying to understand that. Um, you know, the, these women, these women are morbidly obese and they would spend hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars to fly to an expensive ass airport. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just I'm just pissed off about Texas Texas airports. They're so expensive for what? There's no beach there. There's no you know island resort in Texas. I'm I'm, I'm you know talking out my behind, but you know like Texas is not a touristy vacation. I don't see Texas as being a touristy vacationy place. So why are their airports so expensive? Why are their flights to their airports so expensive? It just pisses me off. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, it just doesn't seem worth it. You know what I'm saying? Like you could pl- you could fly to Anguilla for the price that you could fly to Texas, to any airport in Texas, whether it's uh, uh, Bush Junior, George Washington Bush Junior, or uh, HDX Houston. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Like you could fly to any- somewhere more tropical, more luxurious for the same price. Why are people spending so much money to fly to Texas? I don't know, but um, I'm just I- I'm gonna get over that one day. I'm gonna get over it. Uh. But what was my point? I forgot my point. Yeah, yeah. Sec- the correlation between obesity and sexual trauma. And so you you see like these hundreds of women who spent their hard earned dollars to fly, you know what I'm saying? To, to fly to a place that's not touristy at all, but just to congregate and celebrate being fat. You know what I'm saying? I wonder if that same amount of money and energy 
was put into their gym memberships and working out and eating healthy. You know what I'm saying? I wonder. I wonder. You know what I'm saying? Um, what I've come to realize is from the notion that Six the Goddess brought up between correlation, the correlation of obesity and sexual trauma, is that, um, you know, women, it's not, you know, being sexually abused, you know what I'm saying, doesn't necessarily lead to not wanting to work out. Depression leads to not wanting to work out. You know what I'm saying? And when you mix depression with laziness, that's a recipe for disaster. Because some people are just raised lazy. Let's just keep a spade a spade. Let's keep a spade a shovel. <laughs> let's call a spade a shovel. Some people are raised lazy. You know what I'm saying? Physically lazy. Especially black women. I, I, I love y'all. Call me. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can make this work. But, um... So it's no surprise, you know what I'm saying? I, it took, I don't know why it was so hard for me to, to, to put the two and two together. Um, and then, you, you, you know, and then, and then a, another part of laziness is, you know, uh, the adversity towards delayed gratification. You know what I'm saying? Um, you, they tend to prioritize gratification. You know what I'm saying? Because I guess they've had enough stress and trauma and drama in their lives. So gratification takes a front seat. So there's more comfort eating. There's more sleeping. There's more, you know what I'm saying? It just, that laziness kind of just, that's what I mean when I say raised lazy. You know what I'm saying? Just the comfort seeking, the constant, constant comfort seeking because you live such a depressing, stressful life. You know, um... And so, so you become averse to discipline and stress, uh, um, or you become averse to the discipline and stress of working out. Working out is a very disciplined, uh, a disciplined and stressful activity. You're putting stress on your body, and you're pushing your mind to push your body. You know what I'm saying? That that requires a lot of you. You know what I'm saying? And so, if you're if you're if you prioritize gratification in your life then you're not necessarily going to <laughs> you're you're naturally going to be more averse to discipline and stress this is the psychology of being fat i can talk about it let's go um <clears throat> so where was uh yeah so the and then and so like i'm a, um if you watched my live my uh love and money live a young lady brought it to my attention that you know like let for instance brunches you know what I'm saying? Brunches are a thing amongst black women now, especially on the gram. You see it all the time, right? Girls want to girls want to get cute to go eat. They don't want to get cute to go sweat. Cause I proposed the idea, like, hey, <clears throat> y'all putting y'all putting all all this energy into all this energy and money into brunches. Why don't y'all put that put that energy and money into the gym? You know what I'm saying? Instead of Sunday brunch, have some, you and the girls get together and go to the gym. Because the gym, the gym is a very uncomfortable place for a lot of women too. You know what I'm saying? They're afraid of guys ogling at them. But so if you're afraid, if you're too uncomfortable to go by yourself, get your girls together and go with you. Now it's hard, to, you know. Of course, it's hard to find iron that sharpens iron, right? Or steel that sharpens steel. And to get to get to have a gym partner and to, or to have gym partners. Is very is is very difficult because 
you know, you might have other lazy girls in your circle <laughs> who are just not used to working out. But I do believe, I mean, and then there are, aren't there, are, aren't there like gyms that like are women friendly? There's like uh, LA Fitness and Bally's and all that. Like, aren't they, aren't they like, maybe not in your area, but I know like most Planet Fitnesses are very like, are very, very like friendly for people who aren't used to working out. They try to, that's their, that's their whole marketing agenda. They have like advertisements say, Hey, no lunking, you know what I'm saying? No slamming the weights and, and don't come, you know, you know, don't come like scantily clad trying to show off all your muscles. You know what I'm saying? Like just, just chill and work, just come be chill and work out. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I proposed the idea of, you know what I'm saying, hey, instead of y'all, your, you and your girls gathering for brunch, why don't you and your girls gather to go to the gym? That way y'all won't feel so uncomfortable being ogled at, let alone, instead of them just ogling at you and you feeling like uh, uh, lonely and afraid, now you have your girls with you, they can ogle at all y'all. <laughs> and, you know, she mentioned that, you know, girls want to girls wanna get cute to go, to go eat. They don't want to get cute to go sweat. And... These are these little little things are the contributing factors. Uh, I'm 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 actually providing a solution for those of you who think I'm being a hater. I remember there was a uh, a old an a older YouTube from way back in the 2000s or around the late 2000s when like YouTube and Twitter was becoming popular. Um, this young lady she mentioned that no fat person wants to be fat. And the way what what she was when she broke it down, what I took it as she was saying that, no, you know, a fat person, they may or may not love the skin they're in, but they don't want to have to deal with the things of society when it comes to being fat. You know what I'm saying? The embarrassment of getting on a plane or going to an amusement park. Um, the people looking at you funny when you're eating, you know what I'm saying? People snickering and, 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 uh, chuckling and, and giggling under their breaths and, you know, um, men treating you a certain way and, you know, uh, you know, and you not getting the same attention as the other girls and, you know what I mean? Like no fat person wants what, what comes with being fat. So it would make sense for for these hundreds of women to spend their hard-earned dollars to fly to a you know to fly somewhere and gather to do something cool and have fun and 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 you know to have fun away you know in a safe place amongst like-minded folks you know what I'm saying where where they cannot feel judged you know what I'm saying or or then they know they're being judged by the outside but those people are on the outside and they're not here so we can we can we can let our hair down and have fun right you know what i'm saying i get that i so so get that you know um so, so yeah it, it 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 makes sense it makes sense but when you step back and look at it it's a problem it's a problem like like yeah but um but what also what six the god has pointed out is that how long have i been talking okay not, not I've been talking long, but not that long. What she also pointed out is that these women will never change. Uh, some of these women will go to their graves 
you know, as sloppy as they want to be. You know what I'm saying? Um, they've kind of accepted their fate. They've kind of accepted who they are. And some may say that's a good thing. You know what I'm saying? Some may say that's a good thing. But I don't see how, you know what I'm saying, you can continually look in the mirror and be pleased. You know what I'm saying? And I think because they're not pleased when they look in the mirror, this is why they kind of spiral. This this is why the downwards, the downward spiral of obesity perpetuates itself. You know what I'm saying? You're not pleased with what you look in the mirror. You're not pleased with the um with the life you live in society. You know what I'm saying? You have you so you so you're depressed and then you're you're already lazy and now you got that depression on top of the laziness it just makes it worse and it, like it, it just it just it just it just it just it's giving not giving <laughs> as they say. <laughs> um and um so so yeah, yeah. Um some some won't you know what I'm saying? Some won't. Some of these women, they won't change. And I do believe, I do believe there are those diamonds in the rough who will look back at this footage and they will reflect and then they will hear the scuttlebutt of people talking about what's going on. Like, oh my gosh, like, like this looks horrible. Like, look at all of these fat chicks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They'll And then they'll sit back and reflect like, damn. Like, should I continue... Can I, can I, knowing with all that I know now, should I continue celebrating being fat? You know what I'm saying? I want to pose this question, and this is in closing. I want to pose this question. If, if everyone had a magic wand, if everyone had a Harry Potter magic wand and could uh, teleport to this party, if every, everyone in the country... Met a black man, every black man and black woman in the country had a had a Harry Potter magic wand and could teleport to this party, right? How many people would show up? Where so 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 this magic wand is alleviating the barriers of of uh, money and time, right? You could just teleport, right there. How many people would show up? Um. And who would show up? How many men would show up? And how many women would show up? That concludes our show. Remember to subscribe, like, and share. And if you appreciate the show, go ahead and show it in Cash App at Dollar Sign Prosperity ULLC. Join our new Patreon to receive free merchandise, books, and consultation from Prosperity ULLC. We would like to thank you for tuning in to Prosperity ULLC and continue to invest in the brand.